Welcome back to the Full Court Press on 106.9, 1390 AM The Fan. Also streaming on 1069thefan.com and on a mobile app as well. Uh, man, I've missed this gal so much. It's good to see her face-to-face. It's uh, the head coach of the Utah State women's basketball team, uh, Kayla R., joining me here on the Full Court Press. Coach, hi. How is the offseason treating? Uh, hey, Ajay. Yeah, things are good. Um, we're, uh, we're recruiting a lot, you know, obviously, and, and signing some really good players and, and gearing up for camp. And, um Trying to get myself and my coaches out of the office a little bit to uh, reboost a little bit, but um, yeah, no, things are really good. We're excited about the upcoming season. Before we get to the main meat and potatoes of uh, why we're meeting together, uh, what do you do in the off season? To do you get a chance to relax, to reset yourself mentally, emotionally after an exhausting season? Um, you're supposed to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. I tell my assistants to do it all the time. I'm not sure how good I am at doing that. Um, I am trying to talk myself into playing a vacation at some point. Um, but uh, we got a little more recruiting to do. So once we get done with that, you know, um, our players don't get back till like the third week of June. So hopefully um, I can talk myself into doing that and my assistants go do the same thing. Uh, Coach, the one thing that people um, I think maybe seem to forget, but this program, after being in a really pretty tough spot, you come in and this program has trended upward in almost every way, attendance, uh, support, donorship and such. What is the key to that for you, and, and how much has that meant to you to see the program going upward, especially in wins as well? Yeah, I think just the energy that we're bringing around the program, and the community's been phenomenal to us. Um, you know, our administration obviously has been super supportive um, in a difficult situation for, for many reasons. Um, and uh, just the support that we're getting, I think, has been, you know, really good and giving us life to continue to go in that direction, you know, whether it's me or my assistants, the players, um, whoever. It's, it's just – it's a credit to everybody that's in the program, you know, and uh, we're going to continue to go that direction. You know, things aren't always going to look um, perfect, and we're going to jump through hurdles and jump through obstacles, you know, as we've done year one, obviously, was really tough with COVID. I mean, year two, same. This is the first time we're actually getting to bring players on campus for recruiting. So we're super excited about that. So um, I have no doubt that we're going to continue to trend in that direction, and uh, we're not going to stop until we're satisfied and get to the top. Coach, after one year in the Mountain West Conference, your next year you guys improved in so many levels. What about you for a coach? How much did it mean having a second year in the Mountain West Conference, and what were some of the major improvements you saw in yourself as a coach as well? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I had to figure out who I wanted to be as a head coach, honestly. I mean, you know, it's my first head coaching job, so – um, the past two years have given me an opportunity to do that. Um, definitely give me an opportunity to grow and, and learn things that I wanted to do better and things that student-athletes nowadays um, need, which is different than the things that I needed when I was a student-athlete um, years ago, really, really long time ago. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, just learning and growing in that way and then um, being able to go through the conference grind for two years. What is going to work in this conference? What's not going to work um, offensively, defensively? Um, you know, and then just figuring out how to kind of manage things on your staff and um, who's good at what and what do I need to delegate to this person and let go of. And, um, you know, those kinds of things have been really um, eye-opening and productive in the past two years. And we actually just had a staff meeting about that. Like, we feel really comfortable um, knowing what is and is not going to work in the conference, um, knowing what type of systems other programs run. Uh, what we want to run, uh, what kind of players we need here as we go through the recruiting grind, what's going to work and what's not going to work in the conference um, in all aspects. So um, it's it's been awesome. You know, these past two years have been awesome. But like I said, you know, those two are over now, so we're not looking in the rear view. We're just looking forward and we're excited. We're fired up. Same energy's coming um, this upcoming year with several new players that we're really fired up about. So 
um, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going in that good direction. Kid, you know, when I tell you this story, I was, uh, I was in a store and someone stopped me. They knew I had been broadcasting your guys' games, and they said they bought season tickets for the women's basketball for the first time ever, and they just they had a blast, um, and they loved where the team's direction is going. What has the support in the community been like for you, and what has your time in Logan been like so far in your first two and a half, now almost three years? Yeah, time in Logan's been awesome. I mean, it's hard to have a bad day here. You know, right now, look out the window. Like, it's, it's so beautiful here. Um, hard to have a bad day, but the community's been very – um, open to me, you know, welcoming to me, and, and that's been really, really nice. Um, so the support has been awesome, and to watch it grow, um, even just in the short time that I've been here, I mean, our first year, it was very limited fans, so there weren't really fans getting out to the games, but even just to watch it grow in our second year from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, and to watch the excitement around the program grow was, was so fun, and we, you know, we had some exciting games, like um, the, the game the whole bench got ejected. We had to oh play with five gosh. people. I mean, it you know, it was crazy. And then that was like the talk of the town. Everybody's talking about it, you know. So um, just we had some really interesting things happen to us this year. And and uh, it seemed like a bad situation that turned into a great one, you know, turned into a great story. And so um, the excitement around the program is uh, very humbling. And um, it, it's just so nice to be in a place that people care about, you know, women's basketball. And, and that's what they are at Utah State. These people care about women's basketball. And I think it's going to keep growing. It's going to keep going in that direction. And as we continue to increase our wins, I think that our attendance will get even higher um, every year. And, and, and other things will help too. You know, having camps finally, you know, we're finally going to be able to have camps this summer. I think you generate fan base there as well. You know, you get some little ones involved and excited about the program that are going to beg their parents to bring them out. So I think things like that also um, increase your attendance and the support around your um, your program. So it's this is an awesome place. You know, it's the first place I've been that feels like home to me. Um, so, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to get to stay here for 20 more years, I'll, I'll be really happy about that. I, I love it here. Head coach of Utah State Women's Basketball, Kayla R., joining me here on the Full Court Press. Uh, coach, before we get into specifics of recruits, when you go out and recruit, what are you looking for in bringing recruits to Utah State to play for the women's basketball team? Are there specific goals or specific things you want them to know about coming to Utah State? Yeah, I think this is a really unique place. Um, Logan, Utah is a very unique place. And um, you have to recruit people first that want to be here. One thing, they got to love being outdoors. This is an outdoorsy place. You got to enjoy the scenery, the sunsets, the hiking, you know, maybe going up to Bear Lake and getting on the water, or the fishing, the camping, like, you have to like stuff like that. And if you don't, you're probably not going to enjoy your experience here as much as <laughs> you might hope to, you know. So that's something that we have definitely learned over the past two years. Um, with, with no one on my staff being from here, that was something that we we learned. So we, we look at that. It's one of the first questions we ask. Hey, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Um, you know, we obviously look for good people first. Absolutely want good basketball players, but I want good people in this program that I look forward to seeing, um, that the coaches look forward to seeing, that people in the community look forward to seeing. Um, you know, I want to make sure we have good people here first. Um, obviously, we want good basketball players, um, but uh, we, we look for um, the types of people that will fit here, that will enjoy their time here, that will contribute to this community on and off the basketball court. You know, uh, it's like I said, it's a unique place and it's a phenomenal place, but you have to get the right kind of people here. So um, we're definitely we're getting a lot of opportunities to do that right now. I'm super excited about the players that we're bringing in, like I said, and and uh, I think we have a lot of that, a lot of uh, combination of really good people. Um, 
but really nice basketball players too. So, so yeah, we're we're excited about the ones we got coming in. Well, let's talk about those ones you got coming. You made a, quite the splash here in the Valley, Coach, by getting two NG or NJCAA All Americans coming to Utah State. Uh, talk about those two gals and and what it was like recruiting them and bringing them into Logan. Again, some really honest conversations, you know, with with these girls because, you know, this is a different type of place than where they're coming from, but. Um, uh, you know, I started junior college as a player. I started junior college as a coach, and I'm a big proponent of recruiting junior college basketball players. Um, I think giving them the time to adjust for two years, um, in some of these girls' cases, three years because of COVID, they stayed uh, three years. Um, adjust to the college life, you know, the simple thing of just waking up to your own alarm clock instead of having somebody wake you up, your parents wake you up, or whatever, making your own meal, you know, paying your own bills, stuff like that. So, Having time for them to adjust, it's very different than getting a kid straight out of high school. Um, and uh, like you just said, the, these are two All-Americans coming here. So um, they're very, very good basketball players. They're experienced, um, and I really like that. I like what they bring to the table. They're both guards. Um, both of them could play the, the point guard or the wing. They can both shoot it. They can both drive it. And both of them are extremely athletic. Um, and so my very first press conference, I said I wanted really athletic players. That's, that's what I look for. And so both of them are like that. They're both extremely fired up to be here. And a lot of, a lot of times people coming from junior college, um, they have a little chip on their shoulder because they were under-recruited coming out of high school. So anybody that goes to junior college and comes out um, as an All-American, that they got a chip on their shoulder, you know, they got something to prove and and I like that, you know, I, I have that chip on my shoulder as a coach and so I, I like that. Those two girls, um, Maya Yelder and uh, Tamia Robinson, those are going to be two fun fun ones to watch, that's for certain, and uh, something very different that then, that's been on the Utah State basketball team before, so we're, we're really fired up about them and can't wait for them to get here. Coach, did your system change at all with bringing in as many new recruits and new gals to the basketball team as you have? Did your system offensively change? Are you guys going to still try and run the same stuff? Um, a little bit. You know, our system changed from our first year to our second year just because I think it, what makes a good coach is not being so stuck in their way. You know, you got to put your ego aside and say, this may be what I want to run, but what I need to run for us to be as efficient as we can be is, is this, you know. And so I think we did that this past year. You know, we were having a lot of success in the paint and not as much success um, from the perimeter. So we had to adjust things a little bit. And uh, I think that's what makes a good coach is, is being able to realize um, you may not be exactly the same every year. Do you have a foundation of what you're going to do? Absolutely, yes. Um, do you try to recruit players that fit into that foundation so that you can continue to run the same stuff? Yes. Does it always work out that way? No. You may get a kid that you think is going to be good at something and they turn out to be really good at something else. So you have to adjust a little bit. You, you have to, like I said, put your ego aside, adjust a little bit and hey, this is what works for us. This is what we need to do. So um, overall, we're going to play the same way. Um, are there going to be some adjustments here and there? I would assume that there are, um, just depending on how these pieces all mesh together. I think chemistry will be our biggest um, focus. You know, we have a lot of new pieces coming in and very good pieces, but it doesn't matter how good they are if we can't get them to play together. So our chemistry, getting them to play together, care about each other, love each other, and mesh is going to be our biggest focus when they come in. Talk about the uh, players you got coming back. Kenley Fultz is obviously a sharpshooter from deep when uh, when she gets it going, and Olivia Wickstrom as well. Uh, what have those two brought to the team last year, and what do you look forward to their expectation of them this year? Yeah, I'm really excited you know, to have both of those gals back. Obviously, great people. Uh, Kenley being from the Valley here, and congratulations to her. She is newly wed yes. um, to Matt Wickheiser, so she is uh, – 
now a bride, and um, she was beautiful. I got to enjoy that experience with her um, and, uh, and be there at her reception, and uh, very happy for those guys. But um, she, uh, she's coming back, and one of the best shooters I've ever coached. You know, she's an incredible shooter, and um, I think that this is going to be a year for her. I think this is going to be a year that she can break out, and she's a very dangerous shooter. You know, we, we've got, like, the two guards we just talked about, people that can really draw defenders, be able to get her open more, and I think that that's something that we've been lacking a little bit, somebody that can really create a shot for her um, as she shifts and moves and finds an open area. So super excited about her, and then obviously Liv, you know, Liv, played a lot of minutes for us early on, and then she had a pretty significant injury that I'm not sure a lot of people knew about. So um, she wasn't even playing at the end of the year because of the injury. Um, but we're definitely excited to have her back. Never coach somebody that plays as hard as her. <laughs> uh, love how hard she plays on both ends of the floor and just her love for basketball. So very excited to have both of those young ladies back. Um, and, uh, you know, Kinley was the captain for us last year, so she can really – help us as far as culture goes and just making sure that people coming in know how we do things here and what we're looking for. And um, that's nice to have a player like that in your locker room. I want to move to the post, Coach. You bring in Abby Wall, who's a transfer from Eastern Illinois and has one more year of eligibility. She was the 21-22 Senior Class Award candidate, played and started in all 30 games and led the team in rebounds per game about five and a half, just over five and a half, actually. She can bring in physical presence underneath. What are you seeing out of her? My biggest thing for her, the maturity. She's such a mature kid. I mean, um, and uh, then, yeah, like you said, the post presence, obviously, you know, that's something that we need. Um, and she's really going to help us in the paint. On the board, scoring, her efficiency, um, just plays hard, doesn't get rattled. And, uh, and she's a competitor. You know, you, you asked me a little while ago what we look for. We look for winners. We look for kids that want to win. Um, and that, that's a big part of we want to go into every game believing that we're going to win it, that we want to win it. It's important to us. And that kid's a winner. She wants to win. And this is going to be her last year. And so um, she wants to go out with a bang. And I definitely think she can do that here. She was a, she was a great sign for us. Uh, we're super excited to have her um, on the court and in the locker room. Like I said, her maturity and, um, and, and thought process and IQ is just going to be really uh, beneficial for us. I don't know how a lot of guards who can actually lead the team in blocks, but you got one of them in Mason Campbell from Merrimack College. Uh, again, she's got one more year of eligibility, started all 26 games, led the team in blocks as a guard, and second on uh, the team in both scoring with 12 and steals at 25. She's scoring double figures 15 times in two of those 20-plus points. This girl can score. Wow. Yeah, I, honestly, this kid plays so hard. I want to see her and live on the floor at the same time together. <laughs> Um, she just plays so hard, and she's she's really versatile. You know, she's um, she's probably about my height. I'd say she's five eleven, um, and great body. You know, she's thick, she's strong, she's physical. Can really get to the basket. Very good at coming off ball screen. She can pull it, pull it from the um, three point line, knock it down, um, shoot behind ball screens. But she is physical, and she can play in the paint as well. So um, having somebody like that that can rebound out from the perimeter, um, you know, is is going to be huge for us. And Obviously, what you're reading right there with her blocks, I mean, she plays defense. You know, she competes and she wants the ball. She's diving on every loose ball. And, and uh, so, again, just another kid. Plays hard, extremely competitive, and does not like to lose. So uh, <laughs> that's probably my favorite thing about her. She, she's like me. She um, hates losing more than she loves winning. So, again, another really big sign for us. She's going to be a really, really nice piece for us. Head coach of the Utah State women's basketball team, Kayla Hart, joining me here on the Full Court Press. Let's finally get to the uh, the reason why we're here. Uh, go to AggieWomen'sBasketballCamps.com, and you get a chance to be part of 
Coach Kayla Arts Basketball Camp. There's three camps, and almost for all ages, this is great. There's a youth day camp for uh, children of 6 to 12 from June 20th to the 22nd. We'll start with that one, Coach. One of the great things I heard a parent say that uh, is looking to sign up for your camp is that their kid gets to be on the spectrum floor. It's like a dream for them. Watch their kid on the spectrum floor. Do you get a thrill to see little kids on the floor smiling? They're just happy to be there on a college court. Yeah, you know, uh, this was something that we didn't get to do uh, my first summer when we got here just because we didn't we didn't get the clearance in time to, to be able to set it up and do it right. And I, I wanted to make sure we did it right when we did it. So um, getting to have camps this year is, like I said, this is one of the things it's all about, you know. I mean, I know I'm here to coach basketball, and we're here to help our players, but I think it's more to it than that. And we're here to be part of this community. And like I said, this is home to me. And, um, you know, to have these little kids that come to our game and they look at those players, that's their dream. It's like Kinley Fossil, this here. I mean, that was her dream. She came to Utah State camps. I mean, all she ever wanted to do was be in a Utah State jersey on that court, right, and then get out there. And so, um, yeah, to see those little girls' dreams, you know, um, begin and, and start to shape them a little bit. And, and uh, camps are fun. You know, it's a fun time. It's a fun time to connect, fun time to meet people. It's great for our players as well. It's a humbling experience for our players to remember um, wow, I was there before, you know, I, I was there and all the work that they've put in to get here and how grateful um, they should be and how great of an opportunity this is. So um, we're excited about it, you know, and, and I've had some people ask me about the age groups. Um, if there's an issue for anybody with the age groups and they're not sure which camp, um, you know, they can reach out to me. They can reach out to Claire Grit, um, who's our camp director, and uh, we can figure out which one to put them in. So I don't want anybody to, you know, be too concerned about the age limits. We, we just want to make sure that um, they're competing and going up against people that are kind of in the same area of them. So if that seems to be an issue for anybody, anybody can reach out to me about that. But we're looking forward to getting the community out here and having some camps this summer. Youth Day Camp will be June 20th for the 22nd. Your elite camp, which will uh, allow 8th through 12th graders to be a part of on June 24th. And this is where things kind of get a little bit serious. You put him through a couple of drills. You put him through the USU sort of phase of women's basketball in regards to drills and, and uh uh, scrimmages and such. Uh, do you get a good look at these gals as well as you get to see, you know, who could be a future Aggie in some way or respect? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we want to recruit Utah kids. Um, we, we really do. And, um, you know, we, we've had some success, not as much as I would like, but we want to recruit Utah kids. I mean, we're in Utah. And so we want to recruit local kids. And this is a great opportunity for us to get to see, you know, some local kids um, that are from Utah or the surrounding states that come out to our elite camp. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said we didn't um, get really excited for that day <laughs> and, and get to see a little bit of the local talent, make those connections, whether it's with the players, the families, whatever. But, um, but yeah, that's a fun day for us. And, um, you know, everyone's welcome to that camp, anybody that has aspirations of playing college basketball, whether it be here or somewhere else, it's still a great experience um, for someone to come to an elite camp and just kind of see what it's like a day in the life of a Utah State basketball player or a college basketball player for that matter. Um, so yeah, we're excited about that day and looking forward to seeing what kind of talent we get out there. High school team camp will be June 27th through the 28th. You guys are going to have a very busy week here. Uh, but uh, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And a lot of chance to be able to, with their teams, be able to scrimmage other teams as well. I believe there's five scrimmages that they'll be able to be a part of, guaranteed. Uh, it's it, it's good to see these kids be able to get a good workout in these scrimmages. Is there anything kind of a goal that you have with this high school team camp? You know, team camps are um, a lot of preparation, um, but, you know, they're, they're again, 
great time to connect with high schools, um, with coaches, with programs. We, we really like to invite high schools and their programs out to our games throughout the year. We had a ton come um, this past year, and this is somewhere that you can make those connections, you know, and, and again, let them see what it's like to play on the spectrum floor and play a game in there. We will be using that court. We'll be using our practice court as well um, for games. And uh, it, again, good opportunity there um, for high school teams to go against other um, high school teams and for us to get to see them but uh, it's going to be a good camp you know um, we will we will shut it down after we reach our limit um, how many teams we can shove into those two days and play games um, organized and and uh, make sure it's productive but um, as long as we have spots open uh, we will be accepting teams and we've had a really good response so far um, to that team camp so really excited about having that and, and like I said just getting the community out here on our campus um, and uh, either showing for the first time what we have or reminding people how great of a campus and how great of a place this is at Utah State and how fortunate we are with the facilities that we have here so yeah we're excited we're fired up to have camps this summer and it's our first one so um, come on out if anybody has any questions like I said you can reach out to um, Claire Grit is our director of basketball operations and you can reach out to her and she can help you with any information or you can reach out to me directly but we're looking forward to having camps this summer. It's the KLR basketball camp. Youth Day camp begin June 20th through the 22nd. Elite camp June 24th and high school team camp June 27th through the 28th. You can reach out to Claire Grit at claire.grit at usu.edu or go to aggiewomensbasketballcamps.com Coach, thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you here in the winter. Alright, Ajay, thanks. You're the man.